Hello, listeners. On this episode of the Bags Podcast, Dan and I had actually discussed three topics. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, their situation in the run-up to their interview with Oprah Winfrey, which has just taken place. Brexit and the implications for the United Kingdom and the budget that was recently announced by British Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak. Unfortunately, our recording went bad after the first segment. So on today's episode, you will just get to hear us talking about Harry and Meghan and our thoughts on their now occurred interview. So trust you'll enjoy nonetheless, and please continue to listen to hear our ever delightful, delicious, entertaining and insightful content. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Facts Podcast with, uh, I guess you should know by now if you don't already know, Dan and Mike. Hi guys, it's Dan here, Dan the lad. <laughs> Mike, Magic Mike. We're, we're feeling good aren't we Mike, because yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea have just had a massive victory. Um, yeah, in the Premier League. good strong, strong, strong results this weekend. Two two goals conceded, ten wins on the uh off yeah, two goals conceded and ten for for Tommy T. Yep. Um I think it's you know, it's been really good to have a different style of manager, someone who actually knows what they're doing. Yes, um, I'm so uh, yeah. I'm so just quite happy to see see uh Lampard go oh the lost people like, oh, you know, give him time, like bollocks to time, you know. He does just not experience enough for Chelsea, and I love Lampard. Is for always done for, for for the club as a player, but was not sad to see him go. Yeah, I mean, you know, the style of play was non-existent. Man management was in the gutter. Um, he's a club <laughs> legend, but unfortunately, I just I feel like he was out of his depth. If I'm being honest, and um, yeah, best outcome at the end of the day, really. Well, unfortunately for him, but yeah, you know, uh, maybe he'll come back stronger. You know, what doesn't kill you and all that, but um, as long as he's not coming back to Chelsea anytime soon. Well, yeah. Um, at least when he, uh, I, I'll, I'd like to see him come back when he's a lot more experienced. Mm, yeah, yeah, perhaps. So he needs um, not for a while. <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be so harsh. No, he was a great player, and you know. Shame it didn't work out, you know. Highlights, obviously, Mason Mount. Tammy Abraham's good start, I think, last season. Um, it's not all, it wasn't all bad. It's so just maybe no experience enough for Chelsea. But we're not here to discuss the Premier League. No, we're not. We were talking about that beforehand. We are here to discuss Mexit, Brexit, and the budget. Yeah. Um, what, what, does Mexit, what does Mexit mean, Mike? Mexit... What does Mexit mean? Mexit is all about Meghan Markle. Okay. And the saga that is them distancing themselves from the royal family. Mm-hmm. This is Mexit. Big issue in the UK. Yeah, um, huh? I guess it's going to... 
being they are I mean, <laughs> they're very salty about it right now I, I seriously pressed you know with um it was interesting because uh, um my girlfriend was playing a, a clip earlier about i don't know what is that sh- there's a show with Whoopi goldberg and these two other ladies and they were just talking about how um you know the, whoever either the royal family or whoever is trying to release stories of megan bullying staff in buckingham palace as a guest i guess to discredit her um before this interview, even though this these bullying incidents have happened a very long time ago, it's how mm-hmm. so convenient for it to then then be be hitting the newspapers uh, uh, in the run up to this interview on on Sunday with Oprah Winfrey. Um, yeah, it's it's. I wonder if the interview will be as explosive because the whole saga has been quite heated anyway. Um, yeah. From the get go, I don't think Megan's been liked, or at least. She definitely doesn't fit, you know, the expectations of what a royal spouse should be, and that does not work. Yeah, I think, I think, and she's had no she, love. It's exposed. I think for me, it's exposed the the rigidity of uh, the mon- monarchy and the idea that it's based upon, which is a, a class system, a feudal system of um, of attainment via blood or birth, should we say? Um, and obviously through marriage, but there's always been this idea, I guess, that, you know, blood is thicker than water, and the lineage through blood um, obviously went through um, a non-biracial woman. Never, this has never happened. Um, and if you think about it, she's, you know, the third lady of the, of the monarchy um, insofar as you know the the order of the marriage. You know the the king, sorry, the king to be in in waiting. I should yeah. say, um, Prince Charles, um, Prince William, and then Prince Harry. So, apart from the Queen herself, who reigns supreme, um, those below her, um, Meghan married into a very prominent position. But let's not forget that she came from a very um, well-established career. Um, obviously, being on Suits, but obviously acting in other um, things before doing a lot of um, non-profit work she was well known for her youth work with the UN a lot of charitable work so she had a well-established brand but I think there's always this and it's rooted in discrimination um, racism in a class idea the idea that how could a biracial woman find herself the the top echelons of, of the royal family um, somewhere where she simply wouldn't be by birth, would she? Because um, there are no black people in the royal family. And again, considering she's biracial, obviously she has white heritage. So it's interesting to see that the denigration comes from the fact that uh, she has uh, some African-American blood within her, it would seem. Yeah, I think there's definitely an element of that, you know. I I guess a, a, a royal family would not be a royal family if it was you know, cosmopolitan, if it was... It has to be rigid to be what it is, and that's part of its longevity. And I guess you have to be of the man or born or of a, let's say, certain ilk as far as they're concerned to be accepted. And it's not... I mean, we've seen this with, to a lesser extent, Kate Middleton, who wasn't necessarily, like upper class per se but she still had the image and she could maybe be conformed to um what what the expectations of, of the, the 
what a royal spouse should be. Diana was a good example of someone who didn't fit the mold. And she, I mean, her story doesn't need telling because that ended the way it ended. Way back when to King Edward or formerly King Edward, who had to abdicate because he was trying to marry an ex-divorcee, Wallace Simpson. Like, there's a history there of the royal, you know, very the royal family. Actually, even um, was it um, the Queen's sister not being able to marry the guy she wants to be with? There, there's a long history of um, the royal family not taking too kindly to people who didn't fit their expectations. I think there's also another element of. I mean, there's the royal family on one side, then the press, I think, is the real culprit here because, um, I mean, they just, the, the, it's like there's nothing this woman can do. The, from the moment it was Meghan, there was, just, I guess, from anyone who was going to be with Harry would always have yeah. been um, uh, under a lot of scrutiny. But it doesn't help that Meghan is different. It's not just in the in her background. She's American. That doesn't help. She's not like a British upper class person. That doesn't help. But then she now happens to be of a different ethnicity and one that we all know this isn't look so fav- look so look, looked upon so favorably. It's just everything about Megan that just makes her like the epitome of what you know the British press can direct their hate on. And unfortunately for this woman, she's just been. I mean, I guess she's been very unfair. Everything she does is just it's it's, ne- it's been negative. it's been highly unfair. Look at the coverage um, that yeah. followed her. She was. I mean, I dislike avocados, and but she's been blamed <laughs> for the rise of the super avocado. And the fact that, um, <laughs> um, let, let, never mind the fact that there's there's been a millennial boom and um, a health kick towards eating avocados. It's all her fault because she was caught yeah. on photograph eating avocado, which was ridiculous. And amongst other things, she was she was also okay. blamed for Harry's dislike of the media, which has been well documented ever since he was forced <laughs> as a child to walk behind his mother's hearse on the mall in front of millions of people and. He's always said in series of interviews in the military and throughout his life about how he just doesn't like the English media. So to suddenly place that on Meghan, I think, is just unfair. Um, criticism, yeah, yeah. you know, of you spoke about Kate's being criticised. Yes, Kate Middleton was criticised, unfairly so, we must say. Um, but you can't compare it to the Avalon, and it's not a competition, but... No. You know, there's just such a, a insidious nature in the way that Megan's being portrayed that people have harbored this like that they can't really explain. Um, you've never met the woman. Um, all you can point to is the fact that she's taking your prince, quote unquote, away from you. Um, who is a human being and has his ability to live his own life? You know, um, you don't own him, um, he's not national property. He's an individual, and especially someone who went through what his mum went through. You can see why, you know, he chose to elope with his family and save their lives. Yeah, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That there's no people just feel like they dislike. I've listened to a few podcasts where the the journalists are like, "Oh, I don't like Megan. She's this and that." But I'm like, you know, and I'm going to come to to that to that part, but. Just what is this? What has this woman actually mm-hmm. done? Nothing. She has had no material or literally no impact effects or, or, on British society in any way that's affected anybody yet. So much kind of vitriol is there and the scrutiny and just, yeah, dislike is directed away. And it doesn't, I, I don't, it's totally, it's totally unfair, totally unnecessary. And as you said, you know, I mean, there is, uh, the, before she was there, Harry already had his reasons to have beef with the British press. 
and even with the whole way, the structure and the institution that is the royal, the royal life. So I, I think it's to make it seem like, even to make it seem like Meghan Markle was the <laughs> one responsible for Harry wanting to distance himself is absurd. You know, he made that choice to be with that woman. Yeah, and if he wants to leave, it's probably his choice. And I'm sure, I'm sure and as a supportive wife, she's more than happy to help. We mustn't, we mustn't forget the fact that um, Prince Andrew has been implicated in some rather, rather disturbing behaviour and criminal behaviour yeah. for which the FBI wants to interview him, as far as I'm aware. So I think it's, it's one of these things where you look at where's the attention going? Why is it being focused on, um, on Meghan? And where was the defence from the family, I think, was another factor that one has to consider. Um, it doesn't seem like she was supported as well as she might have been. Um, so yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things where the, the interview is going to be blockbuster. I think, uh, you know, yeah. there, there's the... Ironically, as soon as the popularity of the interview has grown, um, articles have again leaked out. And this was one of the things Meghan complained about, of people within the royal family leaking information to the press or the, the courtiers or, you know, who, the hangers around, whoever they whatever they name, the powers that be who, who coordinate the royal family's lives. Um, there was an article issued this week about bullying all of a sudden. Um, Yes. Which had there were there were whispers of it initially when Harry and Meghan moved out of Kensington Palace, but that was covered or quietened down because they had no merit, one might say. And all of a sudden, once this interview starts getting more popular, um, they come back alive. So it's it's quite interesting to to note that really. Um, yeah, I guess. Both sides are drawing the, the lines for battle. Um, and I was saying it could be, it seems like the thing, the, the clip I watched earlier, it seems like on, in the US, this, they're more, the, the, the favour is very much on Megan's side because, as you said, Andrew did some very, he's been implicated in some very questionable, to say the least, circumstances. And he didn't help himself by conducting an interview and then coming up with some, and it's, he, he asked for that interview and then his con. Things he said in the, in the interview didn't help the situation. Um, you know, why isn't there more scrutiny on that? Why aren't they doing more within the United Kingdom or in England specifically to oust this man and to hold him to account? It's been brushed under the carpets. So why is so much focus being uh, put on just a, a married couple who have, who have done nothing? I think, I guess, uh, the royal family is a very important institution at the end of the day. It's kind of a cornerstone of, 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 British culture, it is kind of the reason why we have Britain, the United Kingdom of Great Britain, for, of which the head is uh, of which the head is the crown. So I understand the need to protect us and I can see how as a courtier, you might feel like you need to leak information and discredit anything that tarnishes the reputation. Of, yeah, but I mean, um, I get that, but the, the, the these crown. are different times now and yes, the royal family has had a great impact on the way the United Kingdom has come to be and remains these days, but I think you have a prince who decided that he wanted to live his life in a different fashion. He found love. Um, yeah. He found he he dared to find love with an American, dared to find love outside of the permitted pool of quote unquote um, potential partners, and um, 
in the 21st century and where society is today, he has to be allowed to do that. Um, he's not in, he's yeah. not going to be king. Um, you know, he, he drops further in line to the throne every time his brother has a child. So if anything, you know, yeah. I think he should be allowed to live his life. Um, and this interview will be interesting. I think obviously there's the argument of, oh, privacy. Just, just a comment gets thrown around. If they want their privacy, why are they going on, on the TV? That's what I was going to ask you. Ask, yeah, but why, why do you think that they're not helping this situation? Because it's not like they try to, you know, leave quietly. They've, I guess to some extent, yes, then there's no leaving quietly because there's, they're, they're the focus of a lot of attention. But at the same time, could they just not have tried to quietly go about their business, relinquish, you know, I guess Harry properly, I guess, maybe abdicates. Um, well, to be fair, distances himself, they, just says, honor, walk away. And just... taken away from him. They've had their patronage just taken away. Not initially, well, but yeah, the truth is, it depends who you want to listen to. Um, my understanding is that the Dutch, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex wanted to drop those titles last year, but for face-saving measures, some might say, or for the, to ensure that, you know, there was this given idea that they hadn't, they weren't allowed to just make their decision and run away immediately. There was this idea of a review mm. for a year, um, which then ironically was early, was truncated early. Um, perhaps maybe with this interview in mind coming up, you know, some more cynical minds might say, <laughs> um, certainly not us on the facts podcast, but, um, you know, you look at it and I, I, I think that privacy is you choosing the right to expose your information the way you want or to use your information the way you want to. That's the whole concept of privacy is that you choose what is going to be private. The control of the information is, is the key here. So, Whilst you could argue yeah. it's not helpful for them to go on this, and but that's their prerogative. And Meghan was able to prove that prerogative when she won against the Daily Mail um, to the tune of uh, over six hundred thousand yes. pounds um, in, dam in, in damages. Yeah. So um, the courts clearly agree with her on what privacy means. Yes, that's very true. She, she, I mean, fair play to them for. <laughs> taking on the press it's not an it's not an easy fight to fight especially against the british press and she's won i mean i say she but i i guess we should say they because it's not all megan which is kind of kind of the problem in the whole situation or it's all megan seems to be the focus of everything but uh, there's no way harry can't is not uh, i don't think he's no he's not following he's not. um megan's dog i think it's it's a joint effort but it's a good it's it's a good win for them, and I wish them all the best. We shall see Sunday. I probably won't watch it, I'm, but I look forward I'm to reading the article. Live either, but I might, you know, I'll be keeping an eye for the all the fallouts and all the highlights, as they say. Please follow the Fats podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. Listen to the podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And yes, I don't know Thank what you very to much. say other than, yeah, thank you for listening and we will be Cheers. Episode.